So I wanted to address this whole pagan issue thing. Obviously, I'm I'm Roman Catholic, uh, and I believe it's the truth. But I think that this is something that all of us Christians can really agree on in general. And that is, there's nothing inherently to be afraid of in paganism. And in fact, and I think Lewis, C.S. Lewis makes this point, and it's one that I've always really appreciated. You know, as, as an as an atheist, you have to assume that everybody who is religious is wrong. But as a Christian, you can actually understand that a lot of people who are theists of some kind, but not uh, Christians or Catholics, etc., they're still right, at least partially, right? Um, so, you know, uh, I, I would say from a Catholic perspective, the Catholic is absolutely true. Closest to us would be the Orthodox, who believe in almost every single thing we do, um, other than obviously the primacy of the Bishop of Rome. Um, behind them would be our Protestant brothers and sisters, who probably are on scales, you know, some believing more, some believing less. But after them would be, you know, maybe the Jews, um, who believe in the one true God. And of course, the even the Muslims, right, who believe in the God of Abraham, although they, they improperly understand him. And behind them, anyone who's a, a deist of some kind believes that there's one true God, even if they don't believe we can know him. Uh, behind them, uh, a, a polytheist, you know, they, they still understand that the world is bigger and there's, there's something out there. So there's nothing inherently wrong with paganism. Um, and it is, a, it is a natural organic outreach of the human mind to try to understand the world. And that's actually a good thing. That's the approach you always need to take with somebody, even if somebody who who has left the church and is dabbling in these things, you know, they need to understand there's a real danger there. Obviously, if you're you're practicing things like witchcraft and stuff, there is definitely a danger there. But there's also a good there, uh, and the good is this authentic desire for God. It, it it is indicative of this hunger. So, what about the actual pagan stuff, right? Well, I wear a wedding ring. This is nowhere in the Bible, but we all do it, right? Uh, you know, we all go to church on Sunday. And Sunday is the day of the sun, right? Uh, we don't worship Thor on Thursday, but we still use the word. So just because we use something that has pagan origins doesn't mean that it's pagan. Uh, and, and the ultimate proof text of this, uh, you can actually take pagan symbols uh, like a wedding ring and turn it into something that is good and holy is this. Uh, I think it's Acts 16. Paul's speaking at the Areopagus and he is talking about the Greeks and he praises them for their piety. He says, you, you Greeks are so pious. You even have a temple here to an unknown God. Let me tell you about that unknown God. And he proceeds to literally, I think the word we would say is baptize <laughs> this, the, the concept of this temple and bring it in and say, this is the one true God. This is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who is incarnate in Christ. Um, and so he literally uh, uses a pagan deity to explain the faith to to these pagans. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter that uh, some of the aspects of Easter are pagan because you know what? Almost every single culture out there uh, celebrates the seasons, right? Uh, Christmas, almost certainly uh, Jesus wasn't born December 25th, according to nearly all understandings. And, and the church didn't care. The church actually was doing a handful of things when they settled the date of December 25th, including including trying to make it so that you couldn't celebrate a pagan feast like Saturnalia and also make it to church at the same time. And so it forced you to, to make a choice. Uh, so you couldn't be a lukewarm Christian. You had to make a choice between the old ways and, and, and the new ways or the Christian ways. Um, you know, and at the same time, uh, a lot of the people who make this whole Easter is pagan thing is just dumb, like the whole Ishtar thing. In almost every language that's not, not uh, English-based, um, Easter is called Pascha, Pascha, P-A-S-C-H-A, however you want to say it. Uh, Pasch, this is the Paschal Feast, right? Um, and that's based on the Hebrew word and then how it was kind of brought into most languages that aren't English. So it literally doesn't make any sense to say that it's um, 
pagan, but that doesn't mean that certain aspects that pagans used to celebrate weren't brought in and baptized, right? I mean, eggs have nothing implicitly to do with Easter. Um, the bunny has nothing to do implicitly with Easter. It's a sign of spring, right? It's a sign of new life. It's a sign of rebirth. And you can Christianize these symbols, and that's fine. So anyway, that's just my thoughts on that. I hope you found this helpful. Let me know if you did. Leave a comment down below.